Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Common sense. It's not so common anymore. That's why we need Scott Inez more than ever. It's time for Inez Says. Welcome back to the Inez Says Podcast. I am Scott Inez. You can find the podcast in Apple Podcasts, Spotify, right there in the front page of the WDBO app and WDBO.com. And I invite you to join me on the radio every single weekday morning. Orlando's Morning News with Scott Inez, 5 to 9 a.m. on WDBO 107.3 FM and AM 580. And be sure to stream us right there in the WDBO app. Well, Florida Attorney General Ashley Moody has been in the headlines recently. Moody, earlier this month, fired off a letter to the U.S. Department of Justice warning DOJ not to take California seriously. In the letter, the Florida Attorney General urges the U.S. Attorney General Merrick Garland not to open an investigation into the state of Florida's flights sending migrants to other states, i.e. California. Moody's letter comes after leaders from the Golden State sent a request to the DOJ to investigate the flights. So my first question to the Florida Attorney General today is, has she heard back from Merrick Garland at DOJ yet? We have not. And Scott, great to be with you. Uh, you know, in the past, this was something I pro- we probably here in Florida would have laughed at and, and thought there was nothing to this request and, and, and give, given the credit that it was probably due, that it was just a stunt. But more and more, you know, Florida just wants to make sure that uh, none of this is taken seriously there at the Department of Justice. We are are very cautious these days. We want to just make sure we're we're crossing all our T's and dotting all our I's and pointing out that there was absolutely no violation of law that was cited in the request or that could be cited. And, you know, Florida is so proud at the way it stays ahead of uh, difficult issues and is proactive on making sure we're, we're making the state stronger and safer for everyone. And as attorney general, I wasn't going to let an attorney general of another state uh, throw out baseless accusations without responding on behalf of the sunshine great state of Florida. So I was glad to do that. I think the people of the state of Florida are happy to have people speaking out in our defense. And uh, we'll let you know, Scott, if we mm. hear back from the DOJ. Okay. I've asked them to publicly acknowledge mm-hmm. uh, that that was a baseless request. So we'll see. I wouldn't hold my breath, though, Madam Attorney General. You, <laughs> you, you say that this voluntary immigration relocation plan, that it is lawful. California's request fails to identify any violation of federal law, you say. I've heard criticisms from California officials saying, well, the, you know, these migrants are being coerced into getting aboard these flights. How do you respond to that? Well, if you uh, look at all of the media accounts at this point, uh, you will see that these I'm going to, you know, if you could see me in person and we were on TV right now, you'd see me doing kind of air quotes. Mm. You know, these investigations that they are are launching uh, into that, you know, have clearly proven to have no merit because whether it's 
with statements or videos or actual conversations with some of these folks, they haven't been able to proceed. And so I think what really was happening with this request, you can kind of cut through everything and see what the genuine intention was with such a political um, request of the DOJ, was that they they have not been able to show that it wasn't voluntary. They have, in fact, evidence to the contrary. And so they're kind of passing that uh, expectation off to find something to DOJ when there's no, you know, legitimate basis to do so. So, you know, I'm a former judge, a former federal prosecutor myself, a, a former lawyer, you know, making these statements, these accusations, it, it does no good for the credibility of our systems of justice, whether that's in California, for those people who are trusting their governor and that attorney general um, to take on legitimate causes. And I don't need to tell you that crime is out of control in California. You know, here in Florida, um, we want to make sure that, that folks have have trust in our, our, our system of justice, our criminal justice system, that we can do our part in making sure that we inch more towards trust in that federal system. Uh, and again, in the past, maybe we wouldn't have even, you know, pushed back and, and spoken out at this ridiculous stunt. Mm -hmm. But we can't take anything for granted right now. And it is so important for the stability, not just of the state of Florida, but for our country to have institutions that people have faith in that are conducting unbiased, impartial investigations. And that certainly wasn't what we had here. Well, I know there's also been criticism from government watchdog groups here in Florida, Madam Attorney General, about the state not releasing records about these migrant flights, that they should be made public, you know, i.e. how much these flights cost. I know there were records released about the flight to Martha's Vineyard. Did you expect those records to be released about the California flights? There's a, a process for a, a public records request in Florida. Of course, that's not within my agency, but I, I know that every agency has a process for which they collect those, review those, and then release those. Uh, I expect that that would be done in, in this instance as well. I know the flights have just more recently taken place, but you know, remember, uh, you have a sheriff out in Texas, you have California kind of grandstanding on this issue and have, you know, done due diligence in terms of investigations, and now they're passing it off or trying to pass off the expectations they've set up on this political stunt to DOJ. And so I expect that uh, what what this was was kind of a distraction, I think trying to, to draw attention to some sort of uh, perceived rift with, with our governor. Um, but it's important for me as attorney general when it comes to protecting this state and its integrity um, that I spoke out, especially when you had an AG out of another state uh, trying to stir something like this up. I wanted to ask you about a few other stories before I let you go. I know recently you called on Meta CEO Mark Zuckerberg to appear before a statewide council on human trafficking to try to account for how Meta is being used to facilitate human trafficking. Have you received a response from Mr. Zuckerberg as of yet? They have reached out and they have made contact with our office. We haven't gotten a commitment that he will come and testify thus far. But, you know, look, it's not just our office or the council that deserves answers. And, and when I say the council, the council on human trafficking that I chair as attorney general here in Florida, I mean, the people of Florida deserve answers. We did a survey at the request of the legislature of our law enforcement agencies to determine which platforms were uh, flagged as being involved with human trafficking investigations. And as you know, uh, the meta platforms, and when I say meta platforms, that includes Facebook, Instagram, WhatsApp, you know, the meta platforms, 
accounted for, you know, approximately half of those or over half of those. Uh, And so if we're going to stop human trafficking and we know that social media and these platforms are involved in the recruitment of not only victims, but but those who would um, answer to to traffickers and, and, and be customers, so to speak, we have to stop that at its core and that communication at its core. And we need help from from our social media and, and technology partners. And so, you know, Floridians deserve to hear this. I hope that they will answer the call and, and show up as they have a responsibility to do. Before I let you go, Madam Attorney General, I wanted to ask you about this story that you addressed earlier this week about these scammers who apparently are pretending to work for the Florida lottery. And, and, and I guess they're bilking folks who don't know that legitimate sweepstakes don't require winners to pay anything to get a prize. It's a big problem, apparently, in the state, Madam Attorney General. Tell us about your efforts in, in trying to combat that. Yeah. Yes. Well, thank you. And yesterday was National Lottery Day. Uh, many people don't even know there is such a thing. Uh, but, but following up on that, we, we, we made sure we put out a warning. And, and the standard scheme can take many forms. It's either you've won a large sweepstakes and in order to transfer that money, we need a, a certain percentage from you for transfer fees and IRS fees and all of this. Or it could be there's a person in another state who has won millions of dollars. And they want to do good and, and give it to 50 individuals. And so you're one of those people and we need to transfer the money and we need fees to do that. So it, sometimes it takes a different twist. And this is true in any of our kind of blueprints of scams or schemes. But anytime you hear that someone's won money or you've won money, we need money in order for you to receive that money. That's a scam. You need to be extraordinarily cautious. Uh, if you, no one's going to reach out to you uh, like that to tell you that you've won. Uh, and so it seems simple. Maybe you would think I would never fall for that. But as we get these uh, things out and, and people become more aware of what the traditional or the blueprint, even if there's a twist to it, a, the blueprint of a common scheme, it helps us prevent crime in Florida. We've tried to stay ahead of some trends here since I've been the attorney general. That's our, our you know, that's the way we stop crime is preventing it first. Uh, and uh, I appreciate you and other like others like you, Scott, that have been willing to get the word out. Um, it, it really can save a lot of heartache for folks, many of which who are losing their hard-earned life savings. You know, they come to Florida, live out their golden years, and, and folks prey on that, and they fall advantage. They they fall prey to some of these schemes, and so it's great to have you and others help teach people about these common scams. So thank you so much. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.